Hello, all performers. In this episode, we are going to talk about goal setting strategy. And I realize as I say that, it's probably not the sexiest topic. I seriously doubt I'll have the most listeners in this episode. But it really truly is once we've gotten past the point of stepping back and thinking about what is it that I want for my personal professional athletic life and gone through some of the goal psychology part of it, once we've thought about what it is that we want, now we have to think about how can we create a strategic plan to be able to bring that to fruition? Because failing to plan is planning to fail, right? So the framework that I always use anytime that I'm doing a deer or a daily execution, extraordinary results, keynote or a workshop, the strategic framework that I use and that I advise that other people use is simply what I call the OPP. And of course, you'll hear me make a joke about it in this episode, but the OPP, yeah, you know me. Uh, it always gets a laugh out of the crowd, old school 90s hip hop by Naughty by Nature. But in this case, I'm actually not talking about old school hip hop. The OPP or the framework that you can use to be able to, to strategically set goals is based on the outcome, performance, and process. Now, there is no 100% perfect, foolproof goal-setting strategy that fits every goal nicely, but this is as good as I've seen, and it's something that has personally served me, whether it's training and racing a triathlon or an ultramarathon or anything else, whether it's writing a book or whether it's building a business, it's also something I've used with many of my performance coaching clients, and it's just a very simple strategic framework to be able to think through the plan that I am going to use to be able to strategically work towards what it is that I want. Again, personally, professionally, athletically. The outcome, just simply where are you going, the performance, the benchmarks, milestones, and checkpoints that you'll encounter on the way there, and then the process, the controllable activities and actions that if you do those with excellence will likely allow you to hit those performance goals or those benchmarks on the way to your eventual outcome goal. It sounds really simple, but believe it or not, 99 plus percent of the people out there that either don't ever even think about what they want or think about what they want and then don't take the time to strategically map out a plan will not go through something like this and then they'll end up falling off track and unfortunately not getting what they want. And they think it's a motivation or a discipline or a willpower or a grit thing. But the fact of the matter is they didn't have that plan starting out and they didn't have the strategic framework in place to really help them be able to bring what it is that they want to fruition. So I hope this episode serves you. And just as a side note, I talk about this in the entire second section of my Daily Execution Extraordinary Results book. If you're interested in getting that book, you can get it off of Amazon or you can go to my website at scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E.com. There's links to all of my books on there, but this is the entire second section of my book. And then of course, it's filled with not just the OPP framework that you can use to be able to strategically set goals, but goes a lot more into the psychology of how we can aspire to big things, as well as some principles for excellence and execution 
to be able to execute on that strategic plan that we talk about in this episode. So again, you can find that on Amazon or at scottwelly.com. I hope this episode serves you as you strive and work towards your goals, personally, professionally, and athletically. And as always, keep outperforming. Have a great day. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. So we start there. And then after we go from kind of, all right, how are we going to think about our goals and what it is that we want in our lives, then we actually have to set up a framework to be able to make it happen or strategy to be able to bring this to fruition. And the strategy that I use is simply what I call the OPP. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You're invited to my Friday night party, all right? (laughs) Seriously. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, the OPP is actually not talking about old school, 90s hip-hop, naughty by nature. Um, The OPP actually stands for Outcome, Performance, and Process, which I think is the best framework that I've seen in terms of actually setting a kind of strategic framework in terms of how we can set up our goals. So let's actually pick this apart just a little bit. Outcome goals, every person in this room is familiar with an outcome goal. The O and OPP is outcome goals. Outcome goals are just simply a finish line at the end of the race, an end destination at the end of the GPS. It is literally what our society grades and evaluates and judges people on, right? Like we were talking about over at our table beforehand, we were talking about figure skating, right? Outcome goal, right? I want to get these certain ranks from the judges, right? Okay, outcome goals are fantastic because they provide motivation and direction for what we do, but what makes them problematic is we only ever have indirect control over whether we achieve or whether we accomplish them. Whether it's a project where there are different different risk factors and different things that could be outside of your control, whether it's a figure skating judge that you can go out there and you can do your best performance and still not get the ranks, whether it's the Lions playing the Vikings and they can't control us and we can't control them. Again, outcome goals are fantastic because they give us motivation and direction, but we have to be able to peel them back 
in terms of the performance in the process because we only have indirect control over whether we arrive at that end destination or that finish line at the end of the race. All right, so now we're gonna talk about how you can actually peel that back and how you can make that a little bit stickier in terms of the performance and process. Yeah, if you wanna know what it looks like running a 100 mile ultra marathon, uh, that's what it looks like. So it was just on the other side of Lake Michigan, the Kettle Moraine 100 miler in Kettle Moraine State Park in Wisconsin. And the race took me, I'm wearing a headlamp on my head because you're running in the middle of the night. And uh, race started at 6 a.m. in the morning, took 21 hours and six minutes to be able to finish that thing. Uh, finished just after 3 a.m. the next morning. Ended up finishing in 14th place. Um, thank you, appreciate it. I live to tell about it and there will never be another one, I promise you. Because you talk about the 40,000 out of the 50,000 thoughts, yeah, it looks real dark in there uh, in that photo. Yeah, not exactly a glamour contest. But the best way that I can explain performance goals to you is, I mean, out of curiosity, how many of you have ever done any kind of race or organized event like that before? I don't care if it's a one mile run walk or a hundred miler, okay. Okay, so let me ask you a question for all of the hands that went up. What do you do when the finish line feels like it's impossibly far away and you're never going to get there? I mean, may, maybe you pray, maybe you, um, Maybe you think about the pancakes or the, the beer that's gonna be at the finish line, yeah. But chances are what you do is, and this will come back to what a lot of you said about goal achievement before. What you actually do is you set up benchmarks and milestones and checkpoints that are short of that eventual outcome that you wanna to get to. And there are two different ways, two different things that, that I think really served me well to be able to get to the finish line of that 100 miler. I'll share one of them later on in my closing. But the other one that I did, and I'm convinced that this is a reason why more than 50% of the people that start that race, the 100 mile ultra marathon, will end up quitting or will end up dropping out. Because you just simply lose the link between what you're doing now and how it's actually getting you closer to that finish line that seems impossibly freaking far away. Like you're never going to get to that thing. So mentally what I had to convince myself to do is they had these aid stations every two and a half to four miles on the course. And I mentally convinced myself that, you know what, Scott, you don't need to worry about getting to that finish line right now. Can you just get to the next aid station? Can you just get to the next checkpoint? Can you just get to the next milestone? That is what performance goals are. In the book, this visual that I have, it's straight out of the Daily Execution Extraordinary Results. It's the psychology of just simply the next rung on the ladder. And it can be human nature for all of us to sometimes, especially if we're aspiring to some bigger, some lofty goal, to kind of look up and to be like, wow, that's, that's a really tall freaking ladder. Like, I don't know how I'm ever gonna get to the top of that thing. You don't need to worry about getting to the top of that thing right now. Can you just get to that next rung and then just get to that next rung and then just get to that next rung? 
That's how goal achievement is done. And not only does that give you something that's just in a little closer proximity to what you're doing, but there can also be a part of once you start climbing that rungs, it's like, okay, you can kind of at some point maybe look back down and instead of just saying, wow, this is how much farther I have to go, look how far I've come. And that could be extremely motivating as well. Now, I know you all do this as project managers, right? Especially professionally, you have milestones for your projects, you have different things, but I don't know that we always anchor in that psychology, and I think it's becoming more and more important, especially in this day and age where, if we're using the term delayed gratification, which is just basically I will do something or not do something now, knowing it will pay off for me down the road, we're becoming much, much more a society of instant gratification, right? I'm sure all of you probably know that. So I think the part of setting up those shorter term performance goals or milestones, benchmarks, checkpoints is really critical for goal achievement and it's something that we have to do. So once we've got the outcome, the finish line that we want to end up, we've got some of the milestones or the aid stations on the way there. Then we also have to look at the process goals. Process goals are 100% controllable. Activities and actions. It's the stuff that we do every single day. It's the stuff that we focus on. And I'll expand just a little bit more on this visual in the closing, but where I think outperformers live and where they focus the majority of their time and energy every single day is on activities that matter and are on activities that they can control. And this is where I think goal setting should really become empowering and should really become alive because again, these actions and activities are always 100% within our control. And if we do those with intention and with excellence, will most likely allow us to hit those milestones or those performance goals on the way to the eventual outcome goal. You know, I was listening to a podcast couple of weeks ago, James Clear was getting interviewed by Tim Ferriss. Sure, some of you are probably familiar with James Clear. Like, I love Atomic Habits. It's one of my favorite books. And he said something to the effect of, I hope I don't get this wrong. If someone could only see my actions and not hear my words, what would they say my priorities are? And that hit me like a, a ton of bricks where it's like, wow, that's a really good way to look at it. Because when we look at process goals, okay, if your goal is to write a book, what I'm going to see you doing is I'm going to see you writing and editing and researching. If, I, if you have a health goal, what I'm going to see you doing is I'm going to see you drinking water, cooking healthy meals, exercising. If you have a goal of being a better leader, being a stronger project manager, I'm gonna see you coaching your team up. I'm gonna see you motivating and inspiring them, giving them direction. It's the controllable activities and actions that lie at that intersection of the things that matter and the things that we can control. So that's the OPP framework, the outcome, the performance, and the process. And I'm sure you might be tempted to look at something like this and say, well, Scott, this is overly simplistic, right? Because I'm betting for you being a project manager as you sit here right now, you've probably got some propensity or some unique skill that allows you to solve really complex problems. 
but a confused mind says no, and a confused mind doesn't act. So sometimes we can all be guilty of wanting to create something that's almost overly complicated for what we're actually trying to do or what we're trying to accomplish. And I think that part of, I'm gonna start out with an outcome, I'm gonna chop it down into these little milestones and benchmarks, and then I'm actually gonna think about just what are a couple of things that I need to do every day or every week to be able to advance that is a really fantastic way for us to look at goal setting. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.